a Shishkin Productions podcast. Hey guys, Alexi here. Before we start today's episode, just know that we said a lot that it was the 40th episode. That's just not true. It's the 39th episode, so next week will be the 40th. Enjoy. So we wake up for sunrise, we shoot all day, take breaks to edit, and like go to sleep, wake up for sunrise. That's like the whole trip. That sounds it's crazy. Awesome. We got to do one of those, like a video editor's trip where we all we all go somewhere really nice and sit inside and edit all day. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Reel Podcast. We're back. We're coming at you again. This is, what? This is 40. Is it? This is 40. Oh my God, are we over the hill? It's like that movie. Is there a movie called This (laughs) This is is 40? 40? Yeah, I think so. This is 40. Um, We're, this, remember how a month ago you were like, we're only going to record one episode in this room ever. Yeah, and this is like our fourth or fifth episode in this this room. And this is the last episode in this room. Probably. The contractor has been booked. The room is getting demolished next I, week. You know, I sh- there's a decent chance that the next one we'll have to do on on Monday or Tuesday. That's actually beforehand. a great point. Okay, well maybe we can do that one like remote, like a fun remote one. Okay, you know? a little on site, on I location. Think, yeah, like me and you can go on the roof and record it or something. That'd be kind of cool. Okay, it might be windy, but we, that's we, all right. We wanted we to do screens. this one remote with today's guest because technically construction was supposed to start yesterday. Oh, that's true. That's true. We were going to surprise him and and bring him up on the roof to do a remote pod, but. We had uh, to we had to push things. We had a a big project come through last second, and it's a, a tight turnaround. And ABP always be pivoting. Yeah, exactly. That's what we do. We be pivoting. Chris, uh, before we get too deep into this, what's the number that people can call? Oh, three three two three three one. No, or, wait, no. three 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 two. What is it? Three Damn. three two three 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 forty three sixty one. Forty three sixty one. Okay. One more time for you guys. Three three two three 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 forty three sixty one. That's a real cold line. Look, we had we had to record a few in advance because Alexi was out of town yeah. last week. I I forgot the number, but it's important that you wrote that down or you remember the number because we have to. We have a big announcement. We're announcing our new contest. Oh yeah, that's right. We do quarterly contests here at the Sizzle Reel. It's only open to New York residents. I guess it's open to everyone, but you have to fly your ass to New York if you win. Um, last time we did this contest, it, it was to was go to to go to Red Lobster yes. and a Mets game, and the Mets game got rained out. But we went to Red Lobster <laughs> we in, did. in Queens. We went yeah. to a mall. We went in to Queens. a mall. We got some free samples of some bourbon chicken. We walked into Lids, the hat store. It was it was pretty much a throwback. We ate a bunch of those pretzel dogs. Oh yeah, it was yeah. a great day. Pigs in blankets. Yeah. I felt like a pig in a we blanket. Had, we had premium, uh, top shelf Long Island iced teas. Top shelf Long Island. Ten dollars. Ten bucks at Red Lobster. Damn. It was pretty lit. Our guest is is nodding his head. He <laughs> I don't know it. if I'm allowed to talk yet, but I because I have some <laughs> oh, yeah, hot dog okay. stories. Right, well, why don't you? Okay, we'll yeah. keep, table those hot dog right, stories. Hot dog we'll talk stories. about them. Cool. Yeah. Um, so here's what we're announcing. The next Sizzle Reel contest is the first caller to the cold line to call in and tell us a story about their favorite experience with photography or editing or video or music, any media thing, wins a trip with a plus one to go play mini golf in Red Hook with me and Chris. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. It's, <laughs> That's it's, right. It's themed. It's a shipwreck theme. Shipwrecked mini golf. Shipwrecked. And yeah. and uh, we're going to get some, some key, key lime. Key lime pie. It's going to be yeah. really good. We're going to go to Steve's. Oh, look, our guest knows all about the key lime pie. pie. Yep, yep. And so here's the thing. Call 332-333-4361. Leave a message with what I told you earlier. You know, your little story about you and some media. And... Uh, couple rules, okay? Sure. If you've already won this contest, you are not eligible to win. However, you could still be the plus one. So hey. maybe tell a friend to call. And unfortunately, our guest today cannot win. Damn. Because he, yeah, he heard it. He heard it early. You know, Wait, so who is the first guest? This is, like, won the Mets this is like Martha Stewart when she was doing that insider trading. That would be you. <laughs> um, oh, God. The, uh, the, the first winner ben. was uh, Ben Whitner. He came on the pod for five minutes. You know, if the winner might be able to come on the pod too, you never know. Um, it's gone on long enough. We got to introduce the guest. He just he just wiggled his way into the show. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting antsy. Germ the worm wiggled his way into the show. What's up? We got do Jeremy you know, Cohen. Do you know that was my nickname growing up? Is Germ the worm? Yeah. Well, what's that was a, a, just 
Yeah, uh, yeah. What well, Kira told me, right? Right, right. Yeah, well, or, you brilliantly wiggled that segment. Well, you know me. I'm, I'm sitting in front of the master mic. Segways. Segway master. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No hands, baby. <laughs> right, no, <laughs> right off the cliff. Right off the motherfucking cliff. Germ, welcome. Thanks for What's having up, me. Man? I'm excited to be in this new room, especially to be possibly the last one before it gets absolutely demolished, just completely destroyed. Just, yeah. Literally, that thing tearing is tearing the walls crushed. down. Yeah, and we're we're trying to hit up F dot to do the the painting in here when oh, we get yeah. the new room, but. We'll see. F dot's rates might be a bit high because it means quality work. You got to charge high. Stuff. You got to charge high. high quality. And he does live on my floor. Oh, shit. Oh, does he really? Yeah. He lives two doors down. If it was one more door, we would have had a band. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so. um, Germ. So a couple weeks ago, um, we went on. We all of it. We had a little trip upstate with some friends. You went up there and uh, let's not let's not pull any punches. You don't really like to promote this very much, but you got the water fountain review uh, Instagram page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, Jeez. it's like uh, one of my one of my little side hustles. How's that going? Oh, it's uh, I haven't updated it over quarantine because one of the things about quarantine and it's one of the this pandemic, it's one of the last things to get updated, even with all the restrictions lifted. Water fountains still aren't operating like in yep. gym, like gyms. You could go in there and work out without a mask, but the water fountains to get hydrated, they still won't turn on the hi- uh, the water fountains. So that, because of that. My account has kind of been down bad a little bit, so that it's kind of rare to find a good water fountain to review. But recently, I've been started. You know, summer's coming, and that's when I get the most uh, submissions. True. Oh, I didn't know you so, accept submissions. Well, that's really? how it works. That's how it works. Yeah, and then sometimes I'm with friends, and that we see a really cool water fountain, and I get them to submit. But DMs are open. DMs are open for at water fountain reviews on Instagram and. Uh-huh. The whole premise of the account is if you see a, a water fountain, uh, you rate it based on the water temperature, the water pressure, the ambiance, the taste of the water, mm-hmm. the, uh, I'm trying to think of any other things, just Cold, the, de- coldness, the design, right? Isn't coldness, the coldness, the design of the, of the fountain, how cool it looks, if there's any special features. I don't know. Just what pretty do you much, rate it out of? Out of 10? You rate it out of 10. Yeah. Okay. I mean, some people rate it out of five. I work with it, yeah. but uh, ideally 10. And yeah, I just, I have the goal to wait, rate all the water fountains in the world. They're great. Solid goal. They're a, uh, oh yeah. Chris has brought it up. Producer on, Chris uh, just on, brought up uh, yeah. what the one that I did. I yeah. did one upstate yeah. at, uh, at, at the uh, art, um, Storm King. Storm King. Storm King. Yeah. yeah. Storm King. Yeah. Great water fountain there. It was solid. Storm King yeah. was a great time too. Yeah. I bet like, you know, if you go when it's not like 95 degrees oh outside, my God, it was that's what made it memorable though. So yeah, I that's know true. It. <laughs> but it probably like in the fall, you can probably like get some amazing f- photography done there. But the thing is, I said it and it's like, everyone's shot that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if everyone's shot it, is it worth it's shooting? I guess. Right? I mean, I loved my favorite part of it actually was, uh, seeing the guy clean one of the sculptures oh like that's up, right he was up on one of these uh i don't know what do you call these machines that like shoot you cherry these, picker sure cherry picker and oh, that's right uh, he okay, was like i remember you know yeah. he must have been what like 100 120 feet up in the air just yeah. with a power washer just going in on this statue mm-hmm. and <laughs> i just loved it <laughs> shit's dope oh yeah you got a photo right there oh, chris snapped okay yeah, yeah so i yeah. guess you can get some memorable stuff because yeah, that's yeah. something you don't really There's, see that often yeah. so. cool stuff there you go. Yeah, it's pressure so, washing it. Yeah, I love a good yo. Pressure washers are it's a whole uh, subgenre on TikTok. Oh yeah, pressure washers and after. Yeah, well, before and after, but with a time lapse, it's so soothing to watch. It's mm-hmm. like ASMR for uh, Virgos. I don't know. I'm a Virgo, and I really enjoy it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't know. Um, visual person. So look, let's talk a little bit because in this first segment, you know, we we always like to talk. Look, a little. We, we didn't even talk about how Vince rolled down a hill at Storm King. Oh, that's true. That happened. Vince oh, yeah. rolled down a hill and he felt <laughs> and then, so sick he had to go home. Immediately like, had to take a nap he afterwards. Like, yeah, he went home and took a nap. That's a that's a very constant Air Vince uh, <laughs> trope. Yeah, you know, it to checks take a out. Nap. It's like frequently napping. We also Alexi and I raced, and Alexi won because That's my right. my shoes fell off. Chris ran right That's out right. of his shoes. I honestly, Chris for- ran right out of his shoes. Damn, I forgot we raced and you won. I was confident that I was going to win. Nah, dude, and come on. You I, see, the thing is, you I guys lost. don't think I'm athletic, but really, I'm pretty I was, athletic. I was absolutely faster than you. I was just running in socks, and we got to the top of the hill, and I had no traction. <laughs> Looks like you uh, lost. It was like uh, four of us, and I, I got third place. That's pretty good. You you, yeah. you meddled, right? I mean... Oh, did you finish last, Chris? No. Oh, I, I finished right behind you, like my, right behind you. 
Mine was, <sighs> yeah. I couldn't even see you out my perifs. You were you were done. I was Maybe right you behind gone. you, dude. Yeah, if you put that shit on a photo finish, I was at least a horse length ahead Well, of you. eventually we're going to get to the footage. <laughs> okay, we will. Yeah, oh, we have footage. Oh, we yes, have. Right. If you want to look at it after the pod, I'll show it to you. Oh, it's I want to see the video so bad. I haven't seen, I haven't even opened that When drive. do we get to watch it? On, Wait, is it edited? I don't no, know. It's no. a raw footage on we the drive. We just have raw footage. Alexi's been out of town a bunch. And I'm lazy too. Yeah, there's that. Um, look, here's what we're talking about today. We, we got, I want to talk about a little bit of news before we get to, you know, into the weeds here. Okay. Um, what's his face? John McAfee <laughs> is dead. He is dead. He's dead. He did it. He, he went ahead and died, which is far too late. Do you think should he have happened earlier? Do you think he did it? Or do you think someone else did it? I don't, I didn't read anything about it, but it's funny because, you know, we just got a PC for the first time in a long time and, uh, it's got antivirus software on there. Norton. Already embedded into Just it. Just embedded. They Wait, always put is, it, these, is Norton different than McAfee software? I think they're like big rivals. Yeah. I would say. But the thing is, they're both trash. Like, yeah, they are the virus now. They are the virus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's crazy, man. Damn. But yeah, McAfee, dead. Do, do you think that's why like some of his followers are like anti-vax? Because they're... Anti- they're like, that is the virus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, so I honestly don't know that much about this man besides that he's done some crazy things in his life and... um. Yeah, and ha- I, I doesn't he have a whole biography? Did he write an autobiography about himself? I'm didn't he like escape? Surprised. Didn't he escape from? Uh, I mean, didn't he have to go to like a whole other country because he was supposed yeah. to go to jail or something? I don't even know. I don't know why I'm talking about this subject. I know, yeah, he, he I know nothing about him. Spain and no, he they, was. They, I know he was in Belize for a bit. It, it was. It was. It's crazy, man. The dude is a. The dude is a fucking nut. Um, it says that uh, he's he actually has lived all over the place. He lived in Portland, but um. He said that, I don't know, man, he's had so many things like it says here in 2013, he claimed that the former cocaine baron Boston was writing his official biography. So (laughs) like he's he had a cocaine baron writing his biography is like, what the fuck? He uh, he's 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 evaded uh, taxes. Um, He he apparently accusedly has like killed people and been in the mob and shit. Wow. Yeah, he's fled to Belize. He's There's... also he's pushed a lot of false narratives in the crypto world. I'm, I think, dude, the... I wouldn't be the least bit surprised yeah. that yeah. any of those guys, like who who know they have enough of a, a following or mm-hmm. enough of a name, if they know they can manipulate the market, they're yeah. gonna do that. Pretty, I think he got in trouble for that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He got in trouble mm-hmm. for a lot of stuff. The dude is uh, is a fucking nut. Hey, you feel pretty but... strongly about this, huh? So what, what's your what's your uh, yeah? What, what's your history like? What Nothing. I just remember reading about him one time and I was just like, what, who, who is this guy? And like, you already have so much power. Like what, what keeps driving you to try to do corrupt and like crazy things to gain even more power? It's just like you, you're, you're a bad person. You know what I mean? Literally a nut job. Yeah. Just like a narcissistic, crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, and that's how I feel about his software too. (laughs) get that shit out of my computer. You know (laughs) what I mean? I don't know. I haven't even touched that PC. We just bought it, but. It's going to be the brain of the media shuttle. That's true. So we just got a, a, a Windows laptop because you need it to run the server, basically. Yeah. And so we're, our office is going to be running off of seven Macs and one one PC so laptop. Can, can you explain this to me? So Chris can. Yeah. So why the one Windows and you have multiple Apples? And why do you need a server and as compared to uh, just like, is it, is it faster and safer? Or well, so compared to just having like standard Wi-Fi like you would in any like apartment or studio, I think we're kind of like conflating a couple things. Yeah, but like the server, the server we have to have to to work like on the same projects at the same time and like have the same footage, so we don't have to each like copy drives and make sure everything matches up. Right, it's just easier to have everything in one place. Gotcha. But what we're using the laptop for, it's not actually what the server is running off of. It's there's a service called Media Shuttle, and it's a it it's the best way to transfer large amounts of footage exactly. across across you know the internet, right? So instead of using Google Drive or Dropbox or some solution that's not designed for video, Media Shuttle is designed to move large amounts of video. And even even if it's someone who doesn't know anything about how video works, you can literally just send them a link where they can upload straight to our server mm-hmm. or download straight from our and server. Every, everyone on your team gets it. Yeah, well, it goes right here, right? So, like, for example, say you're in 
uh, Spain or something and yeah. you just filmed like a bunch of shit and you have like two terabytes of footage that you need to send to us. Right. Rather than having to mail us a drive, you can just, we'll send you a link and you click on that oh. link and you just drop all your footage. There's no, uh, there's no upload limits for size or anything. Wow. You just drop it in and it, once that down, once that upload finishes, it's right there on Amazing. our server. Okay. Like this is start. pretty cool technology. All right. Next yeah. question. Is this expensive? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty expensive, but I think that it's worth it. Like, yeah. you know, um, I think the price Especially. is generally 7,500 a year. Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, if you're working with bigger clients, this is like, yeah, and, and, and you know, you it's, could always take that and like distribute it amongst the, like if there's a certain client who uses it a lot, like you just add that tax onto the invoices and it pays itself back, yeah, you know? True. Yeah. And even just ah, like in the time cool. that we've been thinking about getting it, we've had like two days that we've completely lost because of like slow download times or like Google drives just being wonky. And it's basically, if we have six or 10 of those days a year, then it pays for itself. Exactly. Mm. Um, cool. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And we just, we just signed the paperwork today. So right. Congrats. Hopefully we'll have it um, up and running yeah. in mid July. Yeah, that's by the August. goal. Mazel. Mid July. Thank, Thank you, you, man. Yeah. A lot of a lot of stuff is going to be settling into place in July. The room will get ready. The new computers are going to be here. Um, Media shuttle will be up and running. Jellyfish is getting expanded. It's it's going to be a big month. You know what I mean? It is. This place is dope. I wish uh, people listening could also see. Well, actually, What's, they might be able to see it for the first time in a few months here, uh, right? The podcast is going to start being for, recorded. Well, the your, your your show might be coming back, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. We might do video for it. We might not. We still got to cross that bridge. Right. Do a lot of planning we'll next chat, month. We'll chat. Um, your podcast is uh, is on the the podcast network. If anyone hasn't heard it, ask not me anything with Jerm yeah. Cohen. Yep. The ask not me anything. We got eight episodes. To, with some really interesting people you should tune in and check it out listen to it next time you're like oh what podcast should i listen to you should listen to the ask not me anything podcast is my answer i, th I think in the second half of the show we should g delve into like your story in terms of photography and all that and we can okay. talk about ask not me anything and and favorite guests and stuff like that cool um one last thing that was a very recent development in the media space buzzfeed has bought complex let's go but it wasn't even just buzzfeed it was um what are they called like 890 890 media or something my computer is being so slow guys i'm sorry about that it's called 890 fifth avenue partners incorporated that is the company oh, i love that company yeah so they were formed <laughs> to facilitate yeah. the merger between buzzfeed and complex so it's uh maybe basically a, a quicker way for the companies to go public so they don't have to deal with all the like craziness Instead of, of an IPO. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think it's called an SPAC. 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 BuzzFeed SPAC. and Complex. Interesting partnership. I don't know. What do you think? I haven't read BuzzFeed in about 10 years. And honestly, I haven't read Complex in about five years. I mean, just based off, you know, the kind of content Complex has been doing lately, I feel like BuzzFeed is kind of, it makes a lot more sense than yeah. they before they were owned by half by Verizon and half by Hearst, which are two, you know, media giants. Yeah. And I guess BuzzFeed is the new kid on the block, but they, they're getting a ton of momentum too. I mean, Huffington Post is involved with that. Tasty is involved with that. So it, it, Tasty it, is BuzzFeed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the Huffington, Huffington Post, I think, oh, is owned by BuzzFeed as well. That's right. I feel like that. Yeah. They're slowly becoming that. a giant media conglomerate. Oh, they are. Not even slowly. I mean, they're, that's it. They're there. Like according to this, like I was, I was telling you before the show, they're valued, I think, at one point five billion. Like that's, that's a lot of money. That's wild. I mean, I, I don't like again, I just need to do more research on this. But like they already dominate the digital space like that. Like is the next step to expand and make like longer productions like they yeah. probably already make feature length documentaries that I just haven't even researched yeah you know how, I mean? how long until there's like a buzzfeed channel on the, on fubo tv exactly like a real buzzfeed channel not just one of those like pluto free tv channels mm -hmm. but like an actual one but the thing is there's no need because that yeah. shit's all dying yeah. like you know it's it, it, i don't know what the next step is but buzzfeed are uh i mean to us maybe maybe it isn't though in the middle of america kind of thing it's like 
do you ever like watch something on like a, do you ever watch when you watch sports you know how like nba playoffs lately on tnt do you get right. all these ads for like this tv show that's like in its fifth season that you've literally never heard of that's a good point there's a ton so there, there's some people that watch all this stuff so maybe it'll you know it's just a new audience if buzzfeed has all of a sudden they have channel 62 on yeah cable television yeah i i think <laughs> it would be cool. even more i think the the step would be like to partner with Turner or something like that and be like, give us a three hour block that we can have. You know what I mean? Because Complex tried to do that with Fuse. Fuse bought um, bought Complex content a few years ago. And f- you know the channel Fuse? Yeah. You see much music. Right. They would, I think, do an hour long block of programming of just Complex stuff so that we had to like re-edit like sneaker shopping and Hot Ones and other random things and create little interstitials and like kind of package it up as an hour of content for fuse. I personally, I don't know anything about it. I don't think it did very well though, because no one watches views. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? so, and are you guys still working on projects with complex? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. will this, how do you think this acquisition will affect you guys? Or no idea. Zero, I have zero sure. idea. Why yeah. do I have a feeling that they're just going to be like, Hey, we have budget to like double your rate now. So. I wish man. that would be incredible. I yeah. mean, they, they very well might because Buzzfeed understands the space way better than Verizon does. No, I mean, full offense i guess but like <laughs> but you know you know what 75% i'm saying offense. like they they understand the space better so i'd i'd have no doubt that they'll make better decisions in terms of the stuff that and the way the content's being used but uh i don't know we got to set up a meeting or something with someone over there to like a complex i mean to just try to gauge what's about to happen yeah i think i think for the most part our complex work will stay the same but there's there's one specific show that we were doing that isn't it's complex is the production company but it was being done for verizon so now that verizon's out of the picture it's like well are they going to keep going back to complex were they only using them because they are part of the same company or are those relationships already formed and they're just going to keep keep going with that yeah, I mean, who knows, right? I I would think that, I mean, not to be a downer, I don't think that show's coming back for us, but I'd love for it to come back. Yeah. It's called The Flip. It was a sneaker show. Yeah. But again, yeah, like Verizon didn't do a very good job marketing it. I don't know if you remember when they did Go 90. Yeah. So this in the know is basically just like another Go 90. Gotcha, same yeah. thing. It's like yeah. pouring a ton of money into a thing, but no one knows how to get it or where to yeah. find any of the content. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, right. Um, it's it's pretty mm-hmm. tough, but I mean, overall, I'm I'm in I'm excited about the the BuzzFeed acquisition. Like, it's well, it's weird. It came out of nowhere, but hey, uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. You know what? You bringing up Go Ninety reminded me of mm. Quibi. You guys want to talk oh, about Quibi? I loved Quibi. I thought Quibi was sick. I think that they fucked themselves in two ways. One was like not making it available anywhere but your phone. That yeah. was stupid as hell. Yeah. Yep. And two, I mean, pandemic. That you know. I think it was more of the former. I think it was more the fact that they wouldn't play nice with other platforms that fucked them more than yeah. the pandemic. But pandemic had a role. They had some good shit on there, dude. I wanted to watch Reno Nine One One so badly, but I couldn't get it on TV, and that's where I wanted to watch it. Like, it, especially because at this point, it, like the pandemic was yeah. starting up, and I didn't. I was stuck inside. I didn't want to just sit on my phone and watch my phone on my couch when yeah. I didn't go anywhere. It was yeah. just such a weird and thing. And you couldn't tether it to your computer, airplay it to your computer. Not, not until like it had been out for two months. Yeah. Wow. They purposely were like, no, we don't do that. It's about consuming it on your phone. And everyone was like, uh, we make the rules. Watch it, it on your phone. And no one t- wants to be told what to do. And that type of attitude is what fucked them up. Yeah, yeah. Damn. It's crazy how like that translates to like how you feel, even though like just simply them just having it play on your phone you I'm, just feel them like not saying it's not okay to I'm, watch I'm, I'm curious to see like if what the, who the next competitor is going to be in that space because like quibi did it right like quibi tried to do those like short form shows I still and all think that. that idea is great and it's before great that remember CISO? i don't know if you guys remember CISO. no idea CISO was like a comedy based thing that nbc tried to do and it was like alt comedy that was like the main uh draw and they also had every season and every episode of snl on there So you paid $5 a month and you could watch all this NBC stuff, SNL, and you could also watch all of these like new alt comedy shows. So there was one on there called Bajillion Dollar Properties, which was like making fun of like those kind of house hunter type shows or whatever. Um, And it had like, uh, I think Paul F. Tompkins and that whole like circle of of alt comics was involved in it. And um, I don't know. I 
I thought it was great. I actually paid for it. I paid five dollars a month for it. I really liked it. But for CISO it, or for Quibi? For CISO, I paid for Quibi too. But that's because I I like to see like that innovation, innovation in that space. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's cool. But it is what it is. My favorite alt comedy. I don't know if you guys heard of it, but Simi Valley or real something. Simi I, Valley. I, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Oh my god! Highly recommend. Yeah, CISO though was uh, was crazy. I mean, there was a, a bunch of stuff. There was a UCB sketch show. Oh, that's yeah. fucking dope. There was a Big J Okerson had a thing on there. Hidden America with Jonah Ray was on there. Um, Wyatt Cenac had a show on there. Um, th- there were there was a ton of stuff. Cyanide and Happiness had a show. On really, there. my brother, my brother and me, which is a podcast, ended up ha- had a show on there. Um, Harmon Quest was like a Dan Harmon thing. Harman, I mean, yeah. they had a lot of great. Like Cameron Esposito had a special that premiered there. So did Brian Posehn, Doug Stanhope, Aries Spears, Andy Richter, Nick Thune. Like a ton of big names were involved with CISO. But that just goes to show how hard it is to break into that fucking space. Because it's like you have all these people involved and no one is going to shell out that extra five bucks because they don't. We're ready at like peak content. We don't need more. You know what I mean? Here we are. I think Dan Harmon just announced a uh, partnership with Nathan Pyle, the... uh, he does a web comic called Strange Planet, and it's I mean, you've probably seen it on Instagram. It's like the aliens basically talking about human things, and it's kind of like Seinfeldian oh, yeah, in a way. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, I guess they uh, they're gonna have an animated series. Have you, have you guys tight. seen the new Netflix show that uh, just dropped? The, the dating show, the dating show yeah. where they're in prosthetics of alien dinosaur no. suits. Dude, it's, you would love what it. Is dude. it. What is it? What's it's it called? like. Uh, just search Netflix dating show um, prosthetic sexy make, beasts yep. sexy beasts that's what it's called oh my god yeah I mean, what yeah no, I don't know about this it seemed like kind of like right up your alley yeah the trailer is wild man yeah. I mean I think it's a genius idea I'd watch that it's pretty cool. I wouldn't I don't really would I wouldn't watch any like dating show really but that it's kind of like interested a, it's like a blind I would date tune in. In a way. yeah I would tune in um yeah i mean i guess um you know i'm probably gonna watch it tonight honestly is it out is it already out i don't know um but i thought you said it was out it says a trailer posted on wednesday so i guess it isn't out yet but um these people are dressed in insane prosthetics so you can't even tell what anyone looks like the whole premise is you talk to them you see if you vibe and then eventually you take off your prosthetics and then it's like oh I, I saw a couple like of the sexy beasts making out with their prosthetics oh, on in, in really? the trailer. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. It's, it's kind of. I feel like. Can't be comfortable. I mean, how many of those are going to be like, okay, cool, we're getting along. And then they take their masks off and they're like, I actually not. Well, that's that's why the show would be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that's going to yeah, be like good. 80, 80% of the episodes. Um, all right. Well, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll actually get into like, you know, photography and uh, all that kind of stuff. Cool. But uh, we'll be right back. Chris, you ever heard of Smells Like? Smells Like? Yeah, Smells Like. They're a Brooklyn-based candle company, and they're taking the world by storm. Are they storming the Capitol? They're not storming the Capitol, but they may be storming your living room with their candles. All you got to do is go to SmellsLikeBK.com, type in the code SIZZLE, and you're going to get 20% off. Damn, 20%? 20% off. That's a deal. These are some fucking sick candles, too. I would even go as far as saying they're fucking lit. Fucking lit? Yeah, and that's because that was their flagship scent that they developed last year. Fucking Lit is probably my favorite scent from them, and it contains tobacco, whiskey, sandalwood, white cedar. You're going to get all of that just from Fucking Lit. That is Fucking Lit. Go get it at SmellsLikeBK.com. Use the code Sizzle. Welcome back, Sizzlers. We're here with our guest, Jerm Cohen. Woo! 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 Uh, he's a photographer, and uh, I guess it, let's start with the easy question. How did you get into photography? Wow. Let me tell you, Chris. So how's everyone doing? I guess Chris, I already... Chris just coming in hot, dude. Yeah. Like zero, zero banter, nothing at making you at ease. A cannonballed into a hot tub. It's, it's how I do That's my emails. The... Cannonball into a hot tub. That's what it was like, yo. Wow. Has that ever been... That's got to have been done before. Probably. Someone does it somewhere. It's, you can probably find that show on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look. I'm going to look later. What was the question? Yeah, what was the question? Uh, what was the question? Uh, how do you get into pho- photography? <laughs> <laughs> so I got into photography when I was 15 years old. Do you want to hear some more details or should I no, just No, that's all. That's okay, it. That's cool. It. All right, so, guys, that's been Jerem Cohen. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, no, so when I was 15 years old, 
my family and I, which was my mom, my dad, my sister, and then also another family, the Foremans, which uh, Andrew, Andrew Foreman, my age, and then Allie Foreman, my sister's age, we met them at Jewish Sleepaway Camp, and our families really kicked it off. So we went on a double family vacation to Yellowstone National Park. Oh, wow. And... It's so silly looking back like today because today like I love hiking and outdoors. But back then when I was 15, when my parents were like, Yellowstone National Park, you know, such a it's such a cool vaca- mm-hmm. family vacation. But in my mind at the time, I was not looking forward to it. I was like, yo, I'm trying to play video games. I'm trying to like drink. That's how it sodas. always yeah. is, yeah. though, because even as a kid, when we went, we, we went to one time we went to St. Petersburg in Russia and went to like all of these palaces and yeah. museums and everything was so crazy and grandiose. And I was like, yo. I want to go play Game Boy Advance. Like I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to play Tony Hawk right now. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. Back, like, I'm like, damn. I remember like thinking my mindset was like, yo, this is so stupid. Just like walking for miles in like a woods. Like I could do this in my backyard. That's kind of going- how I feel now. No, <laughs> honestly, I I love it now just because we're so in Same. tune with like screens all the time. Like getting True. some and being in New York, like getting some nature and walking around. It. I mean, I could go in on this. Yeah, but, but I like a coffee like shop. I like to sit outside and just talk with people. Like, why do we have to walk seven miles to talk? Let's walk like point seven miles. That's what I'm all about, you know? And then we can sit and have a coffee and talk, <laughs> see, you know? See, it's all, it's all just a moderation, you know, a mix of everything. I ran into so. my friend Chase. Um, I, I, you know Chase? Chase Hawley? He, was, he used to bartend at YS. And I ran into oh, yeah. him, and we hadn't seen each other all pandemic. And he was he was a little twisted. Um, but, you know, in a good way. He's a, he's a cool man. He was like, yo, uh, man, we got to go, like... We should just go to Prospect Park and go on, like, a three-mile walk. And we just get some coffee and just chat and catch up. And I was like, Chase... Let's do that without the walk. Like, I don't understand why we need to go walk. Let's just go sit down and have a coffee. Oh, like, walking's nice. Walking through a park, it's only like an hour. fucking July, dude? No. I'm no thank we, you. We walked to the basketball court today. We had a great time. How long was that walk? It was about 15 minutes. Exactly. Each way. Exactly. Each way. So that's, that's a mile and a half. We could have done that twice and been fine. I'm down to do that to play basketball. Oh, by the way, I'm playing basketball tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. at Cooper Park if you guys are, guys are trying to ball. We just played at oh. Cooper Park on lunch. That's true. Do you want to play tomorrow? Let's do it. I'm going to be on Long Island. Otherwise, I'm sorry. We got a basketball here now, so we can walk to Cooper Park. There's a shower upstairs. So there's a shower upstairs at Cooper Park. No, there's a shower upstairs here. (laughs) Wait, so (laughs) we completely derailed you. You you were in Yellowstone and you hated it, but you loved it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's the best vacation I ever went on. Is because because in retrospect, because I found my passion there. So this is what happened. This is what went down. I went there with a bad attitude because I was a. Yeah. Because you're 15. Because I was 15 years old and was ungrateful. And looking back, I'm very grateful that this trip happened. So we went out to Yellowstone. I was, you know, all mopey. We went on the first or second hike. And on this trip, my friend's dad brought his DSLR camera. And my dad, who's really into tech and gadgets and everything, he was always like, you know, you know, buying like these little gadgets here and there um from bidets to little cameras you know and then on this on this trip he brought he went to this like convention of some sort and bought this little point and shoot digital camera which was relatively new at the time to have like these mm-hmm. super small point and shoot like compact digital cameras and he brought and it, it on the had, trip it had like a screen so you could see what you were doing it had a screen so you could see what you're doing it even had this feature i still remember where you could take a photo and you could do like color selection so you could pick green That's and it would it would only be like everything green in the frame would show up green and everything else would be black and white which i thought was the coolest that's thing. like that very like cool. that's like very 2000 and like six core yeah, yeah. Well, like i mean everyone would post their shit on facebook back yep, then with yep. like that kind of filter big facts posted. Yeah. yep 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 i was one of those guys yeah. and uh so my sister asked to borrow my dad's camera because we were like bored while hiking i guess and my sister started taking photos and i like peeked over her shoulder and i looked at the photos and they were kind of cool I thought they were pretty cool looking and I honestly got a little jealous (laughs) and because we're, you know, we're so close in age. So naturally we're competitive. Yeah. And then I, I borrowed the camera from her a little bit when it got, when she got bored with it and I started taking photos and I had a lot of fun with it and it felt, I I started taking so many photos and I was so excited to like go back on my dad's computer when we got home from the trip. Cause I don't think, yeah, I don't think he had a lot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we didn't look yeah, at the photos course, until course, yeah. I just looked on the photos in the back of the screen and I was just so excited when we got back. And then when we got back, I was still thinking about photography. It's just like one of the first things that hap- that happened to me. Like something came out of nowhere where I just like really enjoyed it and felt, yeah. felt some sort of purpose. Like I felt like even looking back at these photos and how terrible and they're just absolute trash photos. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like at the time, 
I felt like I was making art. I felt like yeah. I had some purpose. And so I, uh, yeah. So for my 16th birthday, I asked my parents for a camera and they were kind enough to get me a camera for my birthday, which is like an expensive birthday gift. Hell yeah. So to prove to them that I, I needed to prove to them that it was like, they weren't just getting me any gift, like getting me a gift that I wouldn't use. Cause I didn't want to be that kid. Right. I wanted to like, you know, it gave me an incentive to like keep shooting and, you know, and it wasn't even that hard to do cause I enjoyed it so much. So, and I started shooting a lot because I got it. So I got my, the camera for my 16th birthday and simultaneously when you turn 16 in Pennsylvania, that's when you could get your permit. That's when you could get your license right. and drive. So I was like kind of the older one of my friends because I had a, I'm a September birthday boy. Yeah. So and you're like uh, the, you're the, the, the first one in the, in the class exactly. to turn. I was seeing mine's June. So I was always the last yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I was the first one and, uh, which, which also gave me a little bit of extra time to like catch up height wise with the other kids. Oh, in my grade. That was the main reason. <laughs> Cause I'm on the shorter side. Um, so where was I? You got, you got your license. Yeah. So I got my license and I was the first one to like drive my friends, you know, around we would drive to a combination of hikes along the Appalachian trail. Cause I grew up kind of close to that. And, but that was probably about 25% of the time. And then 75% of the time we would do research on the internet to see Damn. what abandoned buildings were around. Oh, that's, Pennsylvania, that's cool. Pennsylvania, there were a lot of abandoned buildings. And you know what? We're kids. We'd love to explore. And when we explored, like, I was the designated friend that would take photos and document all these moments. And because, you know, yeah. us as kids, we didn't even have, like, cameras on our cell phone at the time. And yeah, if we yeah. we might have actually, but, but if they we did, they're they were, like, absolute trash. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, I remember in high school, I had a, a little point and shoot and like, I still used that exclusively. I didn't use my sidekick to take pictures. At yeah. Her. Like it, it like was I, I'm curious like what a sidekick photo looks like nowadays. I'm, I'm just curious how bad it looks like is. a thumbnail. Yeah. Like it, it's <laughs> seriously that that's bad. True. Yeah. yeah. So wait, but so that's how you got started, like actually taking photos, but which is, which is all solid, but I, I'm more interested in like first paid gigs and like how you like leveraged your like love of photography into paid work. Yeah. Cause that shit's always the craziest thing. There's so many people who, and I'm just talking like in general, I know, I personally know people who are amazing photographers and won't get paid for their work. They yeah. just refuse. They like refuse. They're too shy. Like, I don't know. I don't you, know. You so like you, literally had to convince one to, to shoot for you professionally, basically. Yeah. yeah. I really, yes. I mean, Kevin? I, yeah. Yeah. Kevin, yeah, Kevin never wants to fucking get paid. Yeah. I Kevin, you better start getting paid, bro. <laughs> I totally relate to that because when I started first getting asked like, you know, a couple like really small gigs, like to get paid to do something, I did not feel worthy. Like I was like, I don't deserve to get paid. Like I'm just, yo, I'm just like coming through taking photos. Like you shouldn't, I'm, I've never done any professional work. Like I remember I had that mindset. And capitalism like, is evil. Dude, capitalism. It ingrains and, this thought. Yeah, absolutely. It ingrains that creativity is worthless. It's a little That's tick that crawls in your ear and then, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. expands inside yeah. of you. Yeah. I hate capitalism. <laughs> I can't with that shit. It's whack. It's not funny. Chris is out here laughing. Like, it's not funny. Capitalism is actually sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it destroys people's lives. Wait, but so you escaped. You were like, damn, maybe I should start getting paid for this work. My favorite part of the, this podcast is you should just rename this podcast to Sprinkles because it's all about sprinkling in capitalism. And every, yeah. every single <laughs> a, little, a little bit of sprinkles. Like, yeah. Welcome to the Sprinkle Real podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, so, so I didn't mean to cut you off, though. Like you, cool. you weren't you didn't think you were worthy of getting these jobs. OK, so I'm trying to think. Yeah, I've had those feelings before definitely at the beginning um so my story with how i started working was well i remember let me just talk about one of my first gigs which yeah. i'm trying to even remember how i got but somehow someone recommended me i didn't really have much of a portfolio at the time but i got recommended to shoot this artist for this magazine which i remember the name of but i don't really want to call out should i call it out if you call it out and uncomfortable with it we'll bleep it but okay. for us, at least, I want to hear what it is. Okay, so maybe bleep it. I kind of also just don't care. Okay. You know what? Just like, just call them out. Just call them they, out? Okay. Because it's something bad. You know, it was like a terrible situation. Okay. Okay, so the magazine is called Art Forum, okay. I believe. It's been so long now. Okay. And this is like a huge magazine. And I was, they just needed this one artist photographed in a studio. And I was so nervous. It was in like Long Island City or something. And I do not remember who the artist was. Oh, so you'd already moved but, to New York by then. I've been in New York since I was 18. Well, yeah, you went to college here for yeah, photography, so I went to right? college. Wait, here. so how old were you during this situation? This must have been when I was 22 or 23. So it was like just out it was of college. Probably just out of college. Gotcha. It was like my first 
It was either my first or my second gig, yeah. paid gig ever. You were nervous as as an actual photographer because I was working as an assistant and I got paid got for it, that. It. But like as a photographer, this was one of the first ones. It was for a magazine. Like I was so nervous and excited, and so I and this was at a time where today I shoot almost all natural light because a big thing about shooting today for me is just being as just as ready to shoot whenever capture any moment at any given like no setup i could trap why can't i think of the word right now but i could just like travel get anywhere well candid i could get anywhere with just all the gear in my backpack you know i'm very run and gun yeah i can't think of the word right now but it doesn't matter okay but like back then you know i learned in school how to technically light a photo to make it really pretty and like i thought like every photo i take i'd have to like bring all these lights and light things and i remember i used to like want to like build this whole bike setup because i love riding bikes with like a contract i got a whole wagon on the back of my bike so i could bring around camera equipment equipment <laughs> in my it was terrible idea terrible idea <laughs> um i did that for like a shoot or two but it was awful anyways my friend drove me to long island city and i packed all my lighting gear in his car it was like all this stuff had i got to this guy's studio set all my lights up did this whole photo shoot the whole shoot it was an editorial shoot. It was it paid two hundred dollars, damn, and which is nothing for how much like I was you know mm-hmm. even just like the Uber if I just took an Uber alone that there. would be more yeah just getting there yeah let alone that whatever anyways yeah. it was like nothing but I was excited to have you know my photos in a magazine and especially like a magazine like this one which was you know not like any mag it's it's a pretty big magazine yeah. in the art world. So anyways, did this whole shoot. Um, I delivered the images and then you know what happened? Hmm. One, they didn't pay me. They never paid me. Wow. And it was one of those things where I stiffed, followed, stiffed I followed, up, bucks. I followed up a couple times whack. and I was like, you know what? Fucking this is $200. Fuck it. Like I'm not going to like waste my time and energy. No, no, I got a good lesson out of it. Number two, which yeah. is even worse, is they re-edited and cropped my image damn and number three i actually i'm pretty sure they photo credited me but i was like mad about it because they like just the image wasn't even the what you intended it to yeah. be yeah so that was like my first taste it's kind of ironic that an art magazine fucked you out like that you know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, we care about art it's like nah, not really though dude it was a terrible experience but whenever and these things kind of and down and you know looking back at my career every once in a while like something like similar like this happens but just my mindset the way i do these things is i just look at it and i use it as fuel to like put it into my whatever well also you learn from it you learn well yeah you know what i mean i totally learned from it i know like i could have taken some preventative measures to never let that happen like the paid thing you know this was my first gig so i was just like very happy go lucky and like anything goes i don't even know if i signed a contract it was just messy so yeah, for, that's definitely how, for, got, messy is such a good word for it because first gigs are always so messy. Yeah. Like when you first are coming out of school, you literally don't like I remember the first time I ever had a job. The guy was like, OK, yeah, just send the invoice next week or send the invoice on Friday. And I was like, uh, Justin, um, how how what does the invoice look like? Like, how do you yeah, do that? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, you can just Google it. I was like, oh, OK. And then like, what do I need to write? And like, like, like just meek, like, I don't know yeah. what the fuck to do. Yeah. yeah. And it's like. It's literally just a piece of paper, but it, it's, it's, it's weird, man, because there's so many like terms and there's like, there's so much terminology and, and, and etiquette and eth- and like not even really ethics, but etiquette and terminology that seems so like, it's so scary. It's, it's overwhelming. You, you're, you're overwhelmed. You're like, oh my God, what the fuck is an invoice? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And I, it's I like, had the invoice literally, it's yeah. just a fucking piece of paper. Yep. <laughs> like it just well, says, pay me money. Also, you I know? just use QuickBooks self-employed and everything is, you could just, enter in the information and it's, and sent. it's all designed shit. and yeah. everything it's, it's i like to i use free dash invoice dash generator.com really yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i know I, a couple I, a, co- a couple of contractors do that i've, I've definitely received multiple <laughs> yeah. l- same looking ones yeah i designed mine um in like in excel but with like custom made graphics and change the colors because i wanted it to, i just wanted it to look cool i was like yeah. if i'm given a pd if i'm like if I have a chance to design something, I'm going to design. My like, invoices only go to Alexi pretty much. So that's true. And nowadays they don't even really go to me. I think they just go to Amy. Yeah. I don't even think I've sent an invoice for the last two months. I need to yeah, do that. You need to get on that. Hey, shit. you can't spell invoice without voice. And we all need a voice here. Facts, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, preach, yeah, man. Yeah. Preach. What so, can I say? What can I say? so that was the first gig, but, and, and it doesn't sound very fun. Sounds like a bad experience. Yeah. But 
what's like the weirdest one? You have any like weird gigs where Ooh. like you just showed up and you were like, this is not what I thought it was or anything. We, um, last week we had Bill Waters on the pod. He's a oh, musician friend of ours and you may have met him. Oh, I thought, but, I thought John Waters for a second. I was like, John Waters. That would be what? insane. If John Waters on the pod, is he not dead? No, he's alive. Sick. We should bring him on. Um, he said, Bill was like, uh, we we're talking to him about his craziest experiences. And he said there was one concert cause he's a musician. He goes, this college paid me to go on stage and lip sync or like not lip sync, but sing over my own songs. And he doesn't mm-hmm. do like rap or anything. He does like guitar music. that sounds like it's from the sixties. And they were like, they just played the tracks over the loudspeaker. And all I had to do was go up there and sing. And that was it. He was like, wow. I just got really stoned, went up there and sang <laughs> for an hour. And they gave me a $500 check and I left. I was like, that's crazy. That's great. Damn. Like, that's like a weird so, one. You know, what weirdest I mean? experience for me. The first two, they're not just weird. I think they're just like different. I definitely have some weird experiences. Um, but the first two that pop in mind are one, I got hired to photograph a Corgi meetup party. Corgi. corgi. So meetup? it was like, it was like something between a hundred and 200 Corgis and their owners in a park in New York. And I photographed all these congeries and these great. owners. And they also had like a Queen of England dress up, like someone like uh, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know the reference there. I, f- I forget like the day. It was a, it was fun. It was uh, it was a good shoot. The client took like over six months to pay me for it, Jesus and it was Christ. like not a lot of money. I did yeah. it for like because it was hilarious. Um, but That's yeah, that absurd. was a that was a really weird. How did shoot. they find? They uh, just like hit you up, or they just like- yeah, just you know like. Fr- friend of a friend kind of thing yeah, i'm trying to remember so yeah funny. uh and then the other one that comes to mind is getting hired to photograph the lunar eclipse the full lunar eclipse for bud light what <laughs> um this was you guys remember when this happened probably yeah. like four years yeah three, four years I ago remember so wait the lunar eclipse or the solar eclipse solar eclipse yeah uh, yeah i was actually sometimes i get my eclipses mixed up yeah i was it was like august of 2017 yep. something like that yep so Bruh. and i was in i was in like the full totality what is it called when you're like oh, in that, in that line because oh, there's yeah. So, because New York Wait, City did you was, travel somewhere, yeah. So New York City was only seventy percent. Yeah, totality I, I is that the term for, for that? It? Yeah, I yeah. Think totality. Um, right. So I was in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, and that was part of like. So we went spot. on a boat. I forget what Bud Light had to do. I think I just had to photograph some Bud Lights. We we're on a boat like in the river, and uh, yeah, dude, it was crazy. It went pitch dark at like one p.m. or whatever it was yeah, that's for a tight. whole minute. I was I was butthurt about that one because like when I was working at the station at the time and I was not one of the photographers selected to like shoot it because we had to have special lenses to shoot it. And I was uh, I was like, fine, I'm going on vacation that week. <laughs> so <laughs> I hilarious. came to New York. Wait. So here, here's my question. So like weird. Yeah, that's definitely weird. Okay, I right? have a weird one. I, but, I'm but thinking wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, there's one minute that must be like kind of overwhelming. Like. You only have one minute to capture everything you need. I guess you could always fake it and post. You well, can just put the exposure down or something. I was shit. also... Or just do it at night. Well, I mean, the photos for the brand, it wasn't all about... You just have to get, like, one photo of, like, the... It doesn't have to have the product in it. It was just... Oh, I got Like, it, okay. the rest of it was it was just all about, like, a boat trip during... Like, it was a party for it. I, I can't even remember. But, like, I also, like, didn't shoot... I was kind of scared to shoot it because I didn't want to ruin my camera. Because apparently, yeah. if you shoot straight into it, even though it doesn't seem like it, it could fry your uh, the sensor. sensor. So, really? Yeah. So it's dark though. So I honestly I didn't even take the chance. Wow. So I, I mean, kind of like took like a couple quick ones and then moved it away because mm. you just heard all these rumors. No one, no one really knew what could happen because how often does this happen? Who actually True. knows? So, um, and Wait. I didn't have a super long lens either. So I have like a couple photos there, whatever. But yeah. I have some friends like my friend Dave for Dave Krugman. Did you know fun fact about this? So he went down to Tennessee, I think, which was also in the hundred percent, um, totality. Crazy. And so he, dude, he took a photo of it with his, I think it was with a, it was either 7,200 or a hundred to 400 lens, just straight of the solar eclipse. And then he won Instagram of the year by the Shorty Awards. Really? He beat like he beat out like Beyonce or someone like that. Like he literally, he gave a whole speech. It's like, yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, so that's a cool the one story. time Dave has beat out Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce wins in every other category. Yeah. No offense, Dave Krugman, but Beyonce, come on, man. It's Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so I, I think Dave has a better podcast. Mm, Beyonce so, doesn't have a podcast. That's probably the only reason. Can you imagine if Beyonce had a podcast? I would listen. It would, it would kill. Yeah. Like she could get so many crazy guests. Yeah. She'll probably be able to get. I like, mean, she could do so many things. It could be a podcast. It could be a book, whatever it is. She, everything she does, she, yeah. she, she kills it because she yeah. believes in her team. Yeah. It's like me. I believe in you guys. Inspirational leader. Thank you. 
Me, um, and, me and Alexia are celebrating 10 years connected on LinkedIn. 10 yeah, years LinkedIn out. connected. That's Congrats, it. Guys. Yeah, if you hit up Chris's LinkedIn, you'll see he accidentally posted to the public a thing that says thanking me for being an inspirational leader. <laughs> it's uh, it's very disturbing. Um, I just thought of a weird. Yeah, what's the other shoot? weird one? Because um, these are all popping into mind as you ask that I question. That. That's a I great question. That. I don't. I never got that before. Well, um, you know, I like to. I like to uh, rip off. There's this one podcast I listen to. It's like a video games podcast. And um, wait, they is talk, it? How did this get played? How did this get played? Yep. And they talk about the worst and weirdest games. Originally, it started as the worst games, and then after yeah. like three months, they were like, "Wow, this sucks. We have to play bad games every week. Like, yeah. we're having a terrible time." <laughs> I feel like that's such a genre you love to listen and to. So they turned like, it yeah. to worst and weirdest, and yeah. I, that's why I always feel like whenever we have someone on, I'm like, I want to ask about yeah. worst and weirdest and first. First yeah. is really important. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when we were coming up with concepts for this show, that was one of the things I pitched was like true. the first and the worst. Is first what and I said. worst. That first is what and you worst. said. Yeah. Mm. Wait, but sorry, what's the other weird one? So I went to, uh, I got flown out. This was right at the beginning of like my career when it just started, you know, when I just started to get paid more and more Mm -hmm. for like shoots. And it was in Bilbao, Spain for, I was shooting like social stuff for Moet, I think. It was like a alcohol, it was an alcohol brand. I want to say it's Moet. It was champagne. Um, isn't there like a giant museum out there that looks real crazy yeah yeah with uh the big puppy dog made out of flowers yeah there's it's like some modern art shit yep yep so you know i'm like 23 or 24 years old and i they fly me out to bilbao spain for four days all by myself bilbao baggins and uh (laughs) get that bag yo (laughs) (laughs) jeez um so yeah and i was photographed there to go to this like it was like in a political event Mm-hmm. and i had to bring like the product there and like photograph the product with the whole it was so weird and all, on top of that like i don't speak Speaks spanish, spanish yeah. and like <laughs> there was not it was almost everyone spoke spanish there wasn't any like i was like the only one of the yeah, only Bil- 400 Bil- I, it Bil- was, was a weird place to go yeah. people aren't gonna speak english so anyway. it was just one of these moments where i really felt uh wow fish out of water yeah you know and uh really outside of my comfort zone yeah. but uh it was just so done? weird because like I didn't really talk to anyone the whole four days. I just like roamed. I, I shot the one. Th- I just had to be there for like the one like three hour event or whatever. It's basically then, like solo traveling at that point. Where, where did you yeah. stay? Were you staying in a hostel or did they stay, put you up no, in a hotel? They, they put me up in a hotel. See, that's the um, thing is like when you go for me, I've always found when I was younger, I used to travel a lot by myself. And if if you can stay in a hostel, it's tight because that's how you make all your friends, yeah. especially in a place where you don't speak the language. Yeah, because I remember I stayed in Denmark once for eight days, and the first six days I was in a hostel. The last two I stayed in a hotel, mm-hmm. and the last two were like the loneliest yeah. two days. Hostel- I was like, hostels are where it's at. I was yeah. really lonely on this trip, but it also like made me more independent. Because also at this point, this was one of the first times I flew on an airplane by myself, and then I got oh, wow. and then I started to get very used to it. But I was like, damn, do I have everything? Like, am I going to be able to fly there? I don't even know how this works. Am I going to be late? Yeah. So, um. But yeah, that was a really weird shoot. Well, um, where that? I mean, that sounds that sounds crazy. Where is the craziest place? Because Bilbao is wild. Where's the craziest place it's taken you? Photography, that is. Like for a work trip or yeah, for work or just to, fun or I mean, anything, for fun really. with my photo friends, we traveled to New Zealand, Damn. which was, for a ten day trip, which was absolutely bonkers. Um, four flights to get there, we had to transfer wow. three times. That's nuts. Yeah. So it's a very long time to get there. But once but, you get there, oh my God, that place is beautiful. Yeah. And we had so many crazy experiences. Um, that's kind of lit that you can like get together with your photo friends and you guys can go do this thing where you're all like doing your own individual creative thing, but you're doing it together. Yeah. And, and we go nonstop because as photographers, we want to get sunrise and sunset. Yep. So we wake Sounds up for sunrise. Beautiful. We shoot all day, edit. We shoot all day, take breaks to edit post keep shooting go until sunset stay up and edit a little bit and like go to sleep wake up for sunrise that's like the whole trip that sounds it's crazy awesome. does that sound yeah. awesome no yeah, yeah. it does it sounds yeah. great no it's so Dude, i'm much always fun. jealous hearing about and that then, stuff i'm jealous anytime i see like mike bliss and dan kuba oh stuff. yeah see you like can, you can go see what they do like you, I, got, you got to request what, time off like three or four weeks in advance yeah <laughs> i'm just joking you can go what they do i used to do um and i miss it i just haven't done it in a while because i've been like pretty yeah it's I've almost pretty, like there's been a global pandemic or something yeah, been yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever i um we got to do one of those like a video editor's trip where we all we all go somewhere really nice and sit inside and edit all day <laughs> what <laughs> 
<laughs> podcast trip. I mean, even the uh, the the trip we went upstate, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, I uh, bought a little Instax camera because I was like, man, there's going to be so many photographers and they're all going to be shooting stuff. And I'm just going to like be jealous and like want to to take some photos. So I just like wanted something small. Like it, it doesn't have to be important. I just want to have something for the memory so I can be a Dude, part of it. Yeah. Next time you go on a trip, you got to bring this guy. He's <laughs> if you go back and listen to the podcast, like every single podcast, he's like, man, I want to start doing more photography. I want to start doing more photography. Yo, I feel like Chris would be a great travel partner. Instead, he just goes just, to Long Island. Well, look, I got I said it. I said it. Look, I got, I got, I'm just, I got I'm family just, responsibility. I'm just joking you know. with you, man. I'm just joking with you. But you hmm. should go on one of these. Now, let's 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 wrap this up because we've been going for a minute. Germ. Where can people find you? What do you want to plug? I know we talked about the water fountain thing up top. Yeah, yeah. I do want to plug my phone into the wall because it's at like 3% battery. That was a terrible joke. We okay, can do that. I would, uh, what do I want to plug? <laughs> I want to plug my website, my Instagram, my Twitter. And go ahead Are people ready to hear? You got your notepads you out guys, and your you pencil? Guys, yeah, if y'all ready, right, make so sure write it down. My Instagram is at Germ Cohen. My TikTok is at Jeremy Cohen and my Twitter is at germ underscore Cohen. I know they're all different and I want to get them all the same, but it's really difficult to do it. But it's a process. Yeah, it's a process. Uh, website? I'm working. My website's germcohen.com. Oh, um, I think the project that I want to promote is I'm working on this project over the summer that I'm really excited about. I'm going to make a coffee table book. Oh, what? hell yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. So uh, we'll get it. We'll put it in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when's it supposed to come out? Do you know? Or like a target very date? light plans I, I it's gonna be very simple do you guys want to hear the concept yes are okay. you are you willing to share it with our three listeners i i'm willing to share it okay. oh, all right. right braxton listen up yeah braxton's okay. a photo guy too so love braxton uh so the concept for the book is that i am going up to my roof as many days as i can this summer when i'm home for sunset and i'm taking the same exact photo of the Empire State Building in the same exact composition. And so it's just this uh, common denominator of seeing the same exact composition of the same exact building, same exact frame. But there's all these different sunsets and weather conditions. And the book is just going to be called Empire. It's just going to be, I think it's just going to be cool to look through. It's a something, it's a simple read. It's yeah. a simple, uh, you know, I might write some poetry with it. Who knows? We'll Dude, I'll, I'll I'll guest some poetry on there if you want something. I should, should, I, get some, should I get some guest poets for oh each my image? God, that, that would actually be, be really amazing. cool. You could feature, Ooh, feature haikus some only. Oh, I like oh. that. Plus the PRs PR is good. Everyone's gonna want to help market it because they're gonna have their shit in there. Damn! Look look at this. This is like a writer's room live on the pod. This does feel like a writer's room. This room right here. Sometimes we write in here, but rarely. But we might write more because we got this game day thing coming up. Oh, that's true. We got a call on Monday. Yeah, now is not the time. This is usually a segment one type thing. We'll talk about it next yeah. time. Chris. 332-333-4361. Um, that is the Sizzle Reel cold line. Call in and you can go mini golfing with us. That's you got right. to be the first one to call in though. And it can't be you, Ben. Ben, be you, you got to have someone call in on your behalf. And you, you got to tell a story one. too, right? You can't just call yeah. in. Oh yeah. You got to tell a story about how, uh, what was it? It was like anything related to media period. What, like, what about worst or weirdest story? Really, I would media? love that too. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I feel like if you've gotten this far in the pod and you're hearing this right now, maybe instead of someone may have first person in. to call in, <laughs> maybe we do best story next time we'll do best story next okay. quarter once our listeners okay. have doubled to six listeners <laughs> do, they, do they get another prize if they win in mini golf uh no. we that bet will be established day of fair 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 key line it's probably gonna be free key lime pie yeah. for the winner yeah what a great contest <laughs> <laughs> um outside of that you can find us on twitter yeah at sizzle real gang sizzle real gang right same, yeah. same thing on instagram on tiktok we are at shishkin productions mm -hmm. tiktok edit tips those haven't been updated in a while because we've been doing real work dude i love those though those we are also so i mean we've been we doing have real concepts. work we've been moving and then this thing's all going to get demolished we just don't have like if we filmed it here it would look like trash until we get everything set up um but one thing also that i wanted to say that was pretty important that we haven't plugged at all ever really is the patreon the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Shishkin Productions. $5 a month gets you everything. You get access to the Discord server where we bullshit and ask questions and just The chat. Discord server alone is worth it. Because like yeah. we're, we literally talk in there every day and mm -hmm. we have some good conversations. I still need to join this. Dude, I need to download Discord. Dude, I you just should. Don't it's, have, it's, it's so fun. other benefits include uh, bonus episodes of the podcasts of this one of the Ask Not Many Thing podcast. We got a bonus episode of uh, we used to do a show called um, 
uh, the Afterpod, yep. which we still have some episodes in the bank that are coming out. Um, yeah, basically a bunch of bonus content, and, and there's a monthly video happy hour. That that's a private video happy hour for the Discord members or the Patreon members. There's also a one dollar tier. One dollar a month gets you absolutely nothing. 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 But at least you're helping out. Yeah. Yeah. Five dollars a month also gets your name on the meme page on the website, and we and you learn how to access the meme page. So it's a secret. A lot secret of great meme stuff. Page. A lot of great stuff coming on. Um, Dope. Germ. Thank you for joining us, man. Absolutely. Thanks for it's having me. It's been a me. long time coming. We're happy yeah. to celebrate forty with you. Yeah. Happy fortieth, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy tenth. Hey, happy 10th year, 40th, 40th episode. Yeah. Guys, we will catch you next week. We're going to have a very special guest next week. You're going to love it. Shabbat shalom. Mazel tov. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. L'chaim. Toodles. L'chaim. <laughs>